This hour of the Bill Meyer Show podcast is made possible by Clouser Drilling. Clouser Drilling is proud to sponsor the show. We appreciate them, too. If you need to drill for water, be sure to call Clouser Drilling. They've been leading the way in Southern Oregon well drilling for over 50 years. Clouserdrilling.com. More with Bill Meyer. 12 minutes after 6, join the conversation on Pebble in Your Shoe Tuesday. Go ahead and join in. 770-5633-770-KMED. My email, Bill, at BillMeyerShow.com. The Facebook.com slash Show feed is up, and it's my face there. If you wanted to uh, to watch there, also streamed on KMED.com. By the way, had somebody who uh, wrote me over the weekend saying, Bill, and uh, I had the Bicoastal Media app here, and I ended up getting a new iPhone, and then I couldn't find the Bicoastal Media app any longer on the uh, on the Apple Store. And I think people also ask me about this on Google Play. And has that been discontinued? I said, yeah, it has been discontinued because uh, the way it works now is that the websites have been redesigned and they actually will work as an app on your uh, on your iPhone or your Android. You don't need an app any longer to uh, to stream KMED.com. Just uh, go to the website directly and just hit the listen live and boom, off you go. And that's the story there. Glad we were able to help out. 106.7, I went up there yesterday. Tried to get that repaired. It's going to take a little bit longer, uh, not to get uh, too much into the weeds, but uh, there was a, a big cable that ends up uh, filled with water from the storm. So apparently uh, some problems with uh, the weatherproofing of that, weatherizing it. So it's probably going to be off for another week or so before the weather improves a little bit to uh, do a, a good tower climb and replace the cabling. And stuff happens. You know, it's what happens here in the uh, in the wintertime. I remember... <laughs> do stuff like this. Of course, I remember, I think it was a year or two, uh, a year or two ago, uh, back when AM 1440 was still on, it was continually going off because the bums kept setting fires underneath the uh, bridges in Medford, and they were actually uh, stealing the telephone wires for their campfires. Do you remember that story back then? <laughs> it's just some of the most bizarre stuff uh, that uh, that happened. So just regular weather, hey, that's just a, a standard sort of thing. By the way, and we do have some light rain in a spot, some heavier rain in the uh, Rogue Valley, Illinois Valley, uh, Jackson, Josephine County. Snow levels, though, are going to be in that neighborhood of 2,000, 2,500 feet today. And we're looking for increasing snow as the day goes on. I got a note yesterday that uh, Prospect was uh, was going to throw in the towel today because of the issues of uh, of snow in that particular community that's all we've heard about here so far as far as uh, schools are going on but um it is going to get uh, pretty snowy and colder over the next couple of days in fact tonight's probably going to be the heaviest of the snow especially over 2000 foot but we're going to have probably snow down to the uh, valley floor i don't know how much but you know it is a good strong possibility okay in other words it's winter Quarter after six, some of the uh, news stories we have this morning. NBC5 reporting that uh, law firms are now representing potential RRMC victims. This, of course, going back to the the nurse who is uh, accused of stealing fentanyl and then injecting tap water into this one. Multiple Asante sources who don't want to be named, of course, are telling uh, NBC5 as many as eight or nine rogue regional medical center patients died as a result of drug diversion. And remember, I will translate once again, when you hear drug diversion, that's another politically correct term for you stole drugs. I really do wish we could get more into precise language. Stealing drugs. See, stealing drugs has a different sound to it, doesn't it, than uh, 
Well, uh, someone's accused of drug diversion. Kind of like, what's the difference between someone is a sex offender rather than someone is a rapist, right? Yeah. Uh, Definitely the uh, nurse of drug diversion. No, it's drug theft. But um, anyway, Tom Peterson, who's a uh, lawyer with Black Chapman, Peterson and Stevens, says that uh, malpractice is a uh, negligent behavior. But the one thing that they made it clear, I thought this is very interesting, is that they're not viewing this investigation as a medical malpractice case, but rather an intentional crime. Peterson says if the allegations are true about a nurse switching out patients' pain meds with tap water, the nurse's license would likely be revoked, you think? And they would be prosecuted at the state and or federal level. Claims may be made against Asante, he says, uh, of uh, vicarious liability, where the employer is responsible for the misconduct of the employee. In other words, Asante is the uh, deep pocket, even though the criminal would be the nurse involved. Okay? All right. (sighs) You know, they were talking about uh, how Asante's been having problems in that water supply there of infections. And they were talking about the bad quality of water there about a you know, year, year or two ago. And they were having those uh, conversations and reports that were out about that then. I can't help but wonder if the water quality problems that they had ended up uh, covering up for what the nurse is accused of having done. I'm still saying, though, that the nurse should have uh, been arrested as soon as uh, he or she was fired for cause on that one. And to me, it's just like... Now, if, you, if we already have you stealing drugs, you have committed a crime, I would have thought. But then there is the issue of the union. I'm sure that the union will go down to the mat to defend the, uh, the errant nurse. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but uh, yeah. yeah. That's one of the issues I've had with unions. It's like... Um, Unions, to me, have never been about defending the very best workers out there. They always seem to be about uh, putting a shield of invincibility around the worst workers. People who are really good workers don't need unions as a rule because everybody knows they're good. Uh, I know, yeah, it says someone who has never been in a union, so maybe that's just my bias, all right? It's uh, 18 minutes after 6. Pebble in your shoe Tuesday. Hi, who's this? Good morning. Welcome. What's on your mind? This is Minor Dave. Yeah, Dave, what's up? Uh, diversion is for court when you're arrested for drug possession or drug sales, and they give you a diversion. Instead of doing a sentence, you go to drug, you go to drug rehabilitation. But that makes sense because they're diverting you from... Yeah, they're diverting you from jail to a treatment center. You know, that kind of thing. That makes sense. But uh, when you're talking about drug diversion, that's sort of trying to cover up with a crime, though, of theft, isn't it? When they when they use it in that term, I think it kind of confuses a lot of people. Oh, uh, this person was accused of drug diversion. Well, what's drug diversion? Well, drug diversion doesn't sound nearly as bad as stealing the drugs, does it? Right. And murder, it should be full-blown murder because the nurse had to know that was going to kill somebody. Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling you're right about that, uh, Dave, but uh, we'll find out. It's uh, it's amazing how little information has dribbled out in the system so far on this one. But... Oh, you're not going to hear anything until the trials. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Thank you, my friend. Oh, by the way, I was going to ask you, how is the uh, snow situation there? You're in the high hills there. 
We're talking about uh, an inch or two this morning in the high hills, and uh, maybe even more. Uh, Dave will probably be buried, and then we won't be able to hear from his satellite phone. Let's see. OSP traffic stop. This is a big one. OSP traffic stop led to the discovery of 100 pounds of meth. This happened last week, I guess. So OSP canine team stopped the vehicle on I-5 for a traffic violation. Canine alerts. Two large bags, crystal meth in the, tra- in the trunk there. 100 pounds. 28-year-old Edgar Rene Revolorio. And 35-year-old uh, Surly Nelly Molina Escalante have been arrested in connection to the drugs. Uh, absolutely no possibility of any cartel or diversity involved in this as the investigation is ongoing. And on that sarcastic, uh, sarcastic note and caustic note, <laughs> this is the Bill Myers Show on KMED and KCMD. By the way, uh, what is going to be happening with this uh, battle for the border? Any chance of that? Uh, a little bit of insider uh, coming up here, some information uh, that I was looking at here that I think you'll find interesting next. We'll tell you more. The popularity of Fontana Roofing's Metal Division cannot be overstated. Well, at least it's exciting for those who get geeked by seeing metal being bent. Okay, we'll see you soon. We've got another contractor who wants a tour of the metal shop. How can you blame them? We're cranking out so much magical stuff, they want to peek behind the curtain. The trick is to take it slow. There's a lot to take in, and you don't want to overwhelm them. Yeah, they're like kids at the carnival. Ooh, check out the gutter machine. Wow, look at all the colors and gauges they have in inventory. There's so many profiles for roofing and siding. Holy cow, look at that order of foundational flashing loaded on the trailer. Whew. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the grand finale. Fontana's Mobile Metal Fabricator. Ta-da! Fontana Roofing is now providing guided tours of their metal shop. Please make reservations early. Bringing a sack lunch is recommended. For more information, visit FontanaRoofingServices.com. Happy New Year from everyone at Good Guys Guns. Now through January, all in-stock Glocks are $20 off, including Blue Label. They also offer layaway plans for every budget. Did you know that they offer professional firearm cleaning and are certified in Cerakote color coatings? And remember, their next concealed handgun class is January 14th. Good Guys Guns, the Valley's premier gun shop, 4934 Crater Lake Avenue in Medford, and online at goodguysguns.com. That's Good Guys Guns. Good Guys Guns. Hi, I'm Amber Rose from Siskiyou Pump Service, and I'm on 106.7 KMED. 623. Remember the other week when the Rogue Valley Association of Realtors ended up releasing that poll that was conducted only on Josephine County voters, and the poll was indicating that Josephine County is going in the wrong direction. And then when uh, people would ask, well, is there anything else going on? Are you doing the same thing for Jackson County? Oh, no, no, no. It was just a commission for Josephine County. And so there's a faction within the Rogue Valley Association of Realtors that's getting really political really fast. And uh, I have a member, uh, a friend of mine is in the uh, Rogue Valley Association of Realtors and uh, text messaged me last night, wants to talk about it. and. Um, saying that uh, that uh, he thought that this was just a total a total setup or that it was all about uh, throwing the Josephine County government under the uh, bus for political effect is more or less what was said. 
And uh, I don't know if I'll be able to get a chance to bring him on the air or not, but uh, there is a rumbling of discontent within some members of the Rogue Valley Association of Realtors that did not like the idea of the group getting really political or getting involved in the uh, political thing. Now, the rumor as I have it, as it has been recounted to me, has been that there's a member of the Rogue Valley Association of Realtors that would like to run for county commission. So what better way to set yourself up as the Democrats, of course, are attacking with the uh, 17-116 charter change, the charter repeal, and uh, and that, that Bolstein, which you need to vote no on in Josephine County, by the way, in my opinion. And so you have that, and then you have this polling, this push polling brought out about, uh, ooh, everything is, oh, everything's, it's, it's just bad, 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 bad. We need a new leadership. We need a new, uh, this is all Democratic politics, all right? And I find it interesting that there are members of the Association of Realtors that are really upset about this having been done because it was obviously a hatchet job, a thinly veiled hatchet job. And so I'm hoping that um, within the Rogue Valley Association of Realtors that they'll kind of get their house back in order, and I'm pretty sure they probably will. There's a reason for the uh, realtors, of course, to uh, to lobby and lobby government and things like that. But uh, it's one thing to be lobbying government. It's another thing to saying, all right, we're going to be uh, pushing our candidates uh, for it. I don't think the majority of the realtors are really wanting to do that. They don't want to get involved in that kind of situation. But uh, I'll keep you up on it. But uh, like I said, I'm I'm hearing the talk that they're not real happy about this kind of stuff going on. All right. 25 after 6. Hi, KMED, KCMD. It's Pebble in Your Shoe Tuesday. Who's this? Uh, this is Linda Marie, um, the, uh, my Royal Highness from Ashland. Well, hello, Linda Marie. How are things today? Huh? Oh, going pretty good. Um, my, the pebble in my shoe are uh, is when um, uh, our pharmacies that make you uh, make you wait weeks for your prescription, and they and they tell you to keep coming back. You know? What uh, kind of uh, prescription is happening that you have to keep coming back and coming back and coming back unless it's insulin? I've heard there's a lot of problems with some insulin out there. My inhaler, it's it's it, it, um for my uh, inhaler for my asthma and also. Uh, they, uh, you know, and also, um, uh, yeah, prescriptions I'm having to take recently for, wow. uh, you know, for my, yeah, for my uh, cancer. Wow. But the, um, so yeah. Anyway, the, uh, the uh, so the farm. This, this is a pharmacy in a certain grocery store in Medford, and um, mm-hmm. so they told me, can't you come? This was last Wednesday. They say, can't you come back in two hours? And I thought, okay, I get that. Well, I've already eaten my breakfast, so, and I'm not ready for lunch, so I'm going to go see a movie. Uh, so I saw a fun movie to decompress by. I saw um, Migration. <laughs> Migration? Yeah. That was up. that was a fun movie? A fun movie? It doesn't yes. sound like a fun movie. Was it really? Yes. Oh. Yeah, it really, it really is a fun. It, it's funny and it's you know, and, and uh, great for the kids and oh. all that. Oh, okay. All right. All right. At first, I th- and when I hear Migration, I'm thinking of illegal aliens, you know, descending upon the southern border, I guess. That's not what it's yeah, about. No, this is ducks going south in the winter. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. All right. Whew. All right. See, see, yes. there it was. I was already ready to knee jerk into immigration policy. I couldn't Same help here. it, Linda Marie. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Now, so were you able to get your uh, your prescription finally after the two hour movie? What? No, uh, they did. No, I went back 
I went back after the movie, and they said, uh, "Is it your inhalers are still out of stock? Can you come back at uh, this was at this yeah this was at like one hmm. at one o'clock in the afternoon? Can you come back at five o'clock this afternoon?" I said, "No, I'm going home." Yeah, do you get the impression that the system is cracking? And uh, crumbling as we speak when you hear it. You're not the only person I hear this kind of stuff from, uh, Linda Marie, that uh, the country seems to not be able to even uh, get uh, a decent supply of its uh, pharmaceuticals. Now, have you tried other places like, um, now see if if it's, is that that the Safeway? Is it the Safeway or is it the Target? Medford Center Safeway. Okay, the Safeway. All right. And I think what another problem that we're witnessing here is that, uh, you know, you had Rite Aid shut down, you had uh, yes. Bymart shut down. Everyone's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, getting out of this because obviously they're not able to, you know, to make it financially. And the remaining ones are probably really overloaded and or incompetent. And wasn't it the Rite Aid that the uh, pharmacist just showed up? No, no, it was at Walgreens, right? It was at the Walgreens. The, the pharmacist yeah. just shows up on Friday. Hey, uh, take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. You know, hands in the oh, keys. Oh, no, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, hands in the keys. This happened about two, three weeks back. And then just okay. quit and just quit outright. I mean, no notice, no nothing like that. And I get the impression that there's a lot of, uh, uh, well, I was talking with Dr. Jane Orient MD about that, about the cracking the pressure in the system. So yeah. I, I think that's what we're witnessing right now. That's a big pebble in the shoe. For Southern Oregon. Yeah, so I'm going to wait till. So now I have to wait till this coming Wednesday when my do, my next doctor's appointment is, and uh, you know to um, yeah. to go uh, to go see if my prescriptions are there. All right. Have you tried calling around to different pharmacies to see if it's available, perhaps at a Black Oak or like a West Main or some of the other smaller independent pharmacies? Uh, I I could I guess go to Black Oak or something like that, but um, see it's it's easier for me to. To uh, you know, to take an Uber from uh, you know, from the um, from the appointment to the to the, to the Medford Center. Yeah. And be, it, besides, I can get other things done. Yeah, I, I understand that. I understand. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm really concerned about here, uh, Linda Marie, is there is um, it's starting to get so difficult for some people that I think that uh, a lot of folks are going to end up abandoning the local pharmacy model and end up going into online pharmacies. And and I'm thinking about stuff like uh, Mark Cuban has his uh, cost plus drugs there. He's trying to find a way to uh, to do this, because if you're not getting a good supply, it's going to weaken the ability for local pharmacies to stay in business. And I think it's going to push even more of it into an online world. I really do. And I'm not so sure that's a, a really perfect thing to do. Sorry for your trouble. Keep us in the loop, okay, if it gets better, all right? It's a 631 KMED KCMD. Dr. Jane Orient, MD, speak of the devilish, we'll talk with her after news because she ends up putting out a piece yesterday about COVID vaccines and turbo cancers. There's been a lot of talk about turbo cancers that, uh, that some have been saying have been occurring after a lot of COVID vaccinations. And she looked into this, and she's finding a few data points that are quite interesting. I'll share that with you coming up on the Bill Myers Show on 99.3 KCMD, 106.3 KMED. Furnace on the Fritz, this is Randall at Advanced Air. Make sure you and your family stay warm and cozy all winter long. 
Advanced Air provides preventative maintenance on your furnace so you don't have to worry about costly repairs or getting stranded in a cold house. Advanced Air and Bryant do whatever it takes to deliver dependable home comfort solutions to local home and business owners. Don't wait for furnace failure. Call Advanced Air today and check out Bryant products online at myadvancedair.com. Intelligent, innovative, award-winning heating and cooling solutions. Myadvancedair.com. By Coastal Media's Best of Southern Oregon magazine is online at bestofsouthernoregon.com. Find the winners in nearly 200 categories by flipping through the magazine online or sort by category and discover Southern Oregon's best suppliers of goods and services, like the Retro Wormhole, Father and Son Jewelry, and Agave in Bloom. Congratulations to the award winners from By Coastal Media, publishers of Best of Southern Oregon. Nominations for 2024-25 start in spring. Visit bestofsouthernoregon.com. News sponsored by Caveman Heating and Air. It's the climate and we control it. Call Caveman Heating and Air at 541-476-0009 or cavemanheating.com. Good morning. I'm Molly Smith with your NBC5 morning news update. The city of Medford now has three snow plows to help with road safety this winter. Last year was the first year Medford had snow plows. Before, the city would mainly rely on sanders to maintain icy roads. And if conditions were too snowy, they would rely on the county to help plow the roads. But with snow falling throughout the Rogue Valley over the weekend, the city says it wants to stay prepared. The main plowed roads will be McAndrews and Barnett Roads. And for other surrounding roads, Jackson County Roads and Parks says that they'll be maintaining and collaborating with cities and the state to keep conditions safe for travel. And it's official. Mount Ashland Ski Area is opening this week. Mount Ashland announced that it plans to open to the public this Thursday, which also happens to be its 60th anniversary. This year, the ski area has added an extra night of twilight ski, which is usually on Thursdays and Fridays, but skiers and snowboarders can now head to the mountain on Saturday nights as well, starting January 18th. On Thursday, they'll also have their Day Onesie event, in which anyone who shows up in a onesie can get a prize. Meanwhile, at Mount Shasta Ski Park, it's opening this week, Skiers and boarders can hit the slopes on Wednesday, and while it's excited to open, it also says snow conditions are still low and asks people to stick to the open runs. And that's a look at your morning headlines. For local news anytime, head to our website, kobi5.com. For NBC5 News, I'm Molly Smith. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line, all while saving more than $700 over the competition. And with Speed Boost, your Spectrum Mobile phone will go even faster with speeds up to a gig for big speed, big reliability, and big savings. Get Spectrum One today. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. For over 50 years, Siskiyou Pump Service has provided fresh, clean water to Rogue Valley homes from pump to tap. And Siskiyou Pump Service is an exclusive Aqua Systems water filtration distributor. Siskiyou Pump offers a free water test for hardness, iron, pH, and conductivity. And if needed, you'll also get a free, no-obligation estimate on new Aqua System filtration and water softeners. There are also monthly incentives to purchase water treatment equipment. Call today for your free water test and no-obligation quote. Visit SiskiyouPump.com. My ride smells just right, just right, just right, just right. Y'all gotta try just that for right, Bree's car. Just right, just right, just right, just right. Yeah. La 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 la. With up to 40 days of consistency, all over Bree's car clips right on your vent. Yeah. You know my car's my happy place. Keep that smile on my face. 
The Bill Myers Show is on 106.3 KMED and 99.3 KCMD. Dr. Jane Orion, MD, rejoins the show. And we're proud to have her on uh, quite often. She's the executive director of the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, AAPSonline.org. Dr. Orion, it is a pleasure having you back. Welcome. Thank you so much, Bill. Wanted to dig into a piece that you released yesterday, which is uh, quite thought-provoking, because anecdotally, for a number of years, ever since the COVID vaccines were coming out, there were many people that were talking about uh, that of what seemed to be an explosion of turbo cancers that some patients were having after it, or the uh, the aggravation of existing cancers, or the revival of cancers that had been treated and in some people, and... You were digging into this and, and, and wondering what was happening post-vaccination. Have you been able to dig into anything or any evidence that uh, is looking interesting out there? I think that, that with cancer, like with many other purported side effects of the vaccines, there's negative evidence. That means we're looking for things that should be there that aren't. And what should be there are lots of studies and registries and basic um scientific research trying to explore whether these adverse effects have a physiological basis and how frequently they are occurring. And while we have all kinds of reports on social media and dissident scientists are pointing to them, and a lot of people these days, especially if they're physicians, they know of at least somebody who has had an unexpected explosive growth of a, of a rare cancer mm-hmm. or a cancer they had before that is is coming back after they've had the vaccine. But you, you don't really know what to make of that statistically because with social media now, a report can be can be forwarded thousands of times and you don't really know whether it, it's been happening all along and we're just now paying more attention to it or whether it's really happening. So what I came across was this graph of the the sales data for a chemotherapy drug that is used for the most aggressive form of brain cancer, glioblastoma. You don't go out and take this drug for anything else because it's a very toxic drug. And the person who posted it on Twitter, who was formerly a pharmaceutical executive, said he has never in his career seen a tripling of the sales of a 20-year-old drug that's just now losing its losing its patent. So it'll be, it'll be going generic. There's not a lot of incentive to sell the drug. But this really, the sales data, insurance data, that kind of data is, you expect it's going to be unbiased because the people who put that out will suffer financial consequences if they're wrong. Yeah, they have to be uh, right on, at least with their sales figures. But boy, to have a 20-year-old chemotherapy drug that treats these most aggressive cancers that have been suspected anecdotally of uh, occurring after uh, the jab, the COVID jab in some people, to have that drug triple in sales, a 20-year-old drug, that's really interesting. And 
It's not a direct cause, but it is an interesting data point that would seem to be worthy of further study. Would that be a fair way of looking at something oh, like that? Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a safety signal. It needs to be investigated. And you can't just use the pretext, oh, well, people weren't coming in for their screening during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe for breast cancer or colon cancer where you have screening, that would apply. But glioblastoma, it's rare. We don't screen people for brain cancer. It announces itself with severe headaches or neurological symptoms. So this is this cannot be just the result of failure to screen. Okay. Now, I have talked with other people who have a positive and, and they believe that there could be a problem out there in society with the proliferation of 5G and more uh, mobile phones. And a, and a lot of people uh, carrying mobile phones, holding it up against their head and things like that. And uh, there have been you know, uh, rumors about uh, glioblastomas from that kind of uh, thing. Uh, might that also be a potential cause of a tripling of glioblastoma? I'm sorry, I, I'm mispronouncing the uh, the cancer, but that aggressive brain cancer, could that also be part I of it? I think that's being looked into. I mean, it's not politically incorrect to mention it, but you may, may find out that more people using cell phones than almost everybody is using cell phones and everybody's exposed to 5G. Right. But but what about the people who have the cancer? Compare the rate in vaccinated people versus unvaccinated people. Both of them probably have cell phones. That's true. So what, what's That's true. the difference? Okay. Um, how many of these new glioblastomas or what percentage of them All right. are in people who are vaccinated versus who haven't taken the COVID vaccine. So, doctor, given that there is a tripling of uh, Tomodal, this uh, this aggressive uh, chemotherapy drug used uh, for these brain cancers, is there a safety signal? Is someone going to pick up the gauntlet and uh, perhaps do some studying on this to see if there is anything connecting the COVID-19 vaccines to this? Well, there have been some scientists who put out these preprints or testimony before the South Carolina Senate about the contamination of these vaccines with fragments of DNA mm-hmm. and speculation about whether that is a potential mechanism for for getting into the, the patient's genome and for either promoting the development of cancer or for inhibiting the mechanisms that normally protect you against cancer. All right. But for all intents and purposes, though, the system is still going to say, I, in fact, I even noticed that AARP is telling everybody to go out there and get the jab still and get a oh, booster. Yeah, it's, it's still being advertised, but maybe Pfizer knows something that you don't because it has just bought Cgen, which is a cancer drug manufacturer. <laughs> it makes four agents that, that are used in chemotherapy that amount to about $2 billion in annual sales. Okay. Uh, One hand washes the other hand. Okay. I I hope that's not the case, and maybe it's just a coincidence. But you start wondering. Maybe, maybe, well, just they're looking for ways to invest all the billions in profits they've made from pushing these vaccines. Is there any evidence, though, that conventional medical doctors are able to finally take a look at this three years after the vaccines were first uh, brought out here in the United States? Well, there there's litigation going on, and in one of the cases, like the Missouri versus Biden, which is which is objecting to the censorship of of in, 
so-called disinformation by the government pressuring these social media companies, that the AMA and a bunch of other medical organizations filed an amicus brief saying we've got to protect people against disinformation because it causes vaccine hesitancy and people won't won't be so likely to take their boosters, and indeed people are not lining up much for their their boosters. And the least medical societies I'm familiar with are still promoting getting vaccines, get the COVID booster with your flu shot, um, maybe give it to kids along with the, the new RSV vaccine. Speaking of which, how effective is the flu shot? Do you know? Not very. I mean, maybe maybe each year it has a 30% effectiveness. Hmm. I mean, they're guessing every year about what the strain of influenza is going to be. And we don't really know what the risk-benefit ratio is, how many more people get a more severe case of flu, how many people get some other severe adverse effects from the flu shot. We don't really know. It's, it's just sort of a ritual. Every year they say get your flu shot. But uh, the... the the Cochrane report and review and others who've looked at it say it's really probably not indicated. Okay. Why is it still, back to the COVID vaccine, Dr. Orient, why is it that we still have an emergency use authorization three years after it came out? Because the emergency is far gone, is way gone. And it would seem that just uh, having this being looked at and also having the same kind of standards that a normal vaccine would need to be on the market. Why has nothing changed with that? Why is it still the same? Do you know? That is a very good question, and I do not know. I think that one form of the uh, the mRNA vaccines have sort of been approved by the FDA community, mm-hmm. which has been available in Europe. I think it's not even available in the United States, and it's supposed to be a similar product, and they are under an obligation to do some studies about effect on myocarditis. I haven't seen those studies yet. Um, you know, so as, the, as the requirement for keeping their licensed uh, drug uh, status current. Okay, are there still being exceptions no, being granted it, it to... It shouldn't have been. Okay, but there are still being exceptions to this one particular drug that is not given to any other particular drug that I'm aware of. Is that true? Yeah, it really is extremely unusual. I have not heard of it before. I certainly have not. And they shouldn't have gotten it in the first place if there had been any other effective methods. And that probably explains why there's been virtually a war against off-label use of long-approved and very safe drugs like hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Yeah, all right. So uh, just to circle back to the uh, to the main point of this talk, though, is that Tomodal, this uh, chemotherapy drug, very toxic chemotherapy drug, in the last couple of years has uh, doubled, or was it tripled in use? Actually, it, it, it tripled. It tripled, okay. Over this is two a, years, which this... is quite unprecedented, at least in this pharmaceutical executive's experience. And it uh, treats a very aggressive form of brain cancer. And I think that's uh, something that really needs to be looked into further. Uh, something else I was wondering, uh, is there any uh, any marketing out there for other uh, pretty popular um, chemotherapy drugs uh, such as Keytruda? I'm wondering if there's been any evidence that uh, that's also been exploding in use and, and, and maybe for that, some... that I don't know. It's certainly worth looking into. Okay. All right. Very good. 
question I had for you. Uh, do you have an opinion? And I'm just kind of uh, hitting you with is just because I have a doctor on the show. Okay, so and if you don't know, that's okay. All right. But uh, I noticed that everybody's making a big deal right now about uh, the uh, the diabetic drugs that are being used right now for weight loss. Is there any problem with the use of these, like the Ozempics? I've noticed that there just seems to be uh, every Hollywood starlet in the world seems to have all of a sudden lost 50 pounds, you know, overnight. <laughs> you know, those kind of things. And uh, when- so one very, very competent uh, endocrinologist who is taking it himself, it has really been very um, beneficial to him. Mm-hmm. Like all drugs, there are potentially bad side effects. And certainly, we don't want to overuse it, but I, I don't. I don't think that it's you know a game changer for diabetes. I think it's very useful in some people. I don't think we should be, you know, criticizing its its availability. Okay, but you know, I, there, I, are, there are other methods that may be less expensive. There was just an article in issue of our journal about ways that cheaper supplements, um, intermittent fasting. And changes in the diet that are not being well promoted that that could be extremely beneficial and maybe even reverse type two diabetes in many people. That's very interesting. And by the way, I wasn't trying to be uh, you know uh, a flippant about it, but any time that a drug becomes a real fad, and I would dare say that the Ozempics and the uh, diabetic uh, weight loss drugs have become kind of a fad right now, especially uh, with. Uh, the elite in society because they're expensive. You know, they're they're very expensive and not usually covered by a lot of our uh, of our insurance companies. You know, to, right. to do this. So I'm just always kind of curious if uh, we could be setting ourselves up for. Well, you remember a number of years ago when uh, what was it Fenfen? I think it what it was it ended up leading to a bunch of heart damage and they didn't really know about it for a while and then. Well, yeah, well, allegedly, and whether that was overplayed or not, I don't, I don't really know. But certainly, fad drugs have turned out any drug it can turn out years later to have side effects that are rare enough that they were not turning up in the trials. All right. Dr. Jane Orient, MD, Executive Director of the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, AAPSonline.org. I'm a member of this group because I just think it is uh, so much better than other uh, alternatives such as AMA. You really do worry about uh, or really make an effort to restore the uh, physician-patient relationship, right, rather than having a relationship with your insurance company. Would that be probably the uh, easiest way to put it? Yes, absolutely. You really need a doctor that is concerned about you and that you can trust and is not just giving you therapy from the drop-down menu. All right. Really appreciate the uh, talk on uh, the Tomodal drug chart. That's really interesting. And keep us in the loop if anything changes on that, if you find out more, okay? Thank you. Okay, thank you. Dr. Jane Orient, MD, 10 before 7 on KMED and KCMD. You're waking up with the Bill Meyer Show. American Rancher Garage is your premier auto care provider, serving Medford, Central Point, and the Rogue Valley, providing nothing less than the highest quality standard of professionalism on every single service and repair. Call today. Appointments are available for oil change to engine change. Get the peace of mind you deserve at American Rancher Garage on Biddle, across from Elmers, 499-6673, 499-6673. American Rancher Garage. We stand behind every job we do with service you can trust. 
What does it feel like to file with TaxLayer and get your guaranteed maximum refund? It feels like the last level of a video game, facing off against the final boss who stands between you and your refund. All your refund is belong to me. Using the power of TaxLayer like a secret power-up he doesn't see coming. Only the most tax-confident can defeat me. Throwing your laptop at his video game face and watching him crumble into a giant pile of shiny coin tax refunds. Oh, not fair. You use TaxLayer. Start for free and get your guaranteed maximum refund. TaxLayer. File fearlessly. Hi, it's Scuba Steve with Bicoastal Media and KMED. Today I'm chatting with Nick Jones, the principal of Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Nick, how do retirees maximize their Social Security benefits? Well, believe it or not, 74% of Americans trigger their Social Security at the wrong time. We believe that you should always work with an advisor that understands Social Security and one that can actually show you how to maximize your benefits. You have to understand all the different strategies within Social Security. There are many important questions and those include things like, how is your health? And what is your life expectancy? Are you eligible for spousal benefits? And can you afford to wait while your benefit grows? Now, when you meet with us for a strategy session, we will run a customized social security maximization report that covers countless technical calculations and helps us to understand how to recommend to you what the ideal filing strategy is. Once again, this is Scuba Steve sitting with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Schedule a strategy session with Nick at jonesfinancialtalk.com. This is the Bill Myers Show on 106.3 KMED and 99.3 KCMD. 770-5633, Pebble in your shoe Tuesday. Always delighted to have you call in with uh, things that are concerning you and anything else that happens to be on your mind. Interesting story that was in the Road Valley Times from last week that I wanted to uh, give note to. And I have no doubt that this will be considered controversial to some. But uh, Jackson County Commissioners okayed... An expansion, they approved a rezoning request from a quarry operator, and this is near Eagle Point. And the, uh, according to Sean Hall, quarry operator wants to expand operations despite recommendations from county planners and the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife that the request be denied. Now, a key concern here of the ODF&W is the impact of deer and elk habitat from the mining, while county staffers and county planning commissioners cited ODFW's opposition as figuring into their own recommendations for denial. And the quarry has been working for about the last 11 years on Highway 62, about halfway between Eagle Point and Shady Cove, owned by uh, Friel and Associates. And, they, boy, they've sold quite a bit of uh, aggregate out of that, 1.3 million tons. And they're figuring this could produce crushed rock for centuries in order to build houses and infrastructure. This is actually, this is very key infrastructure, actually. And I'm going to go on the record as being supportive of what the Jackson County Commission did. And I know some, especially residents in the area, will probably not be real happy with this, anything which ends up uh, expanding this. But I think it was the right thing to do. This is key infrastructure. And I would also add that, unfortunately, if you're going to live in rural counties, you sometimes have to put up with noise. You know, people are going to shoot guns. They're going to ride motorcycles. They're going to be quarries if you have uh, if you have them next door. I know you may not like that, but uh, that that's just it. And you know what? It comes right down to it. If you can't have a quarry, a rock quarry, halfway between Eagle Point and Shady Cove, out in rural Jackson County, where can you have it? Where can you have it? I know nobody wants it in their backyard, but. 
the whole idea of uh, of rural land is to be able to actually do something productive with that land. It's not just supposed to be uh, homesteads for everybody that just wants to live a little bucolic lifestyle. You know, it's like working land. And I, and like I said, I know they're going to. The commission's probably going to take incoming from all sorts uh, over that, but I think Jackson County Commission did the right thing on this. Aggregate is very important. One of our key infrastructure needs here in Southern Oregon, building the roads, building the homes. It's just part of life. It's as important as uh, electricity, natural gas, and the rest of it. Water, too, for that matter. 656, hi, KMED, KCMD. It's Pebble in Your Shoe Tuesday. Who's this? Good morning. Welcome. Hello. Hi, it's me. Oh, hey, Cherry. How are you doing on Pebble in Your Shoe Tuesday? You're normally quite cheerful, though, so there's probably nothing bugging you. Is there? Oh, of course not. I just wanted to uh, talk about really quick FenFen. Uh, I was on it. Oh, okay. I had talked about this uh, a few minutes ago, by the way. Folks, if you just joined me, I was talking with Dr. Jane Orient, MD, and we were talking about Ozempic and these uh, dia, uh, or these diabetic drugs that are supposedly having a side effect of losing weight. And a lot of celebrities are doing that right now. And I was just, just curious if there was a possibility of it being the uh, the next fan-fan. And you remember how dangerous that was for some people. A lot of people had uh, damaged hearts from that eventually, right? Well, it's so interesting because I've had a weight problem since a teenager, and I'm certainly not that. I'm almost I'm, I'm going to have a birthday pretty soon. I'm going to be 27. Ha ha. I have uh-huh. dyslexia. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so uh, I did take Fen and in 30 days, I lost 30 pounds. Wow. Now, That's... did I keep it off? I Well, I went off the drug because my heart was racing, and I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I couldn't. I basically starved myself. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, obviously quit it, but I had a girlfriend take it. She lost a hundred pounds and she died. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. And, and that, and that happened more often than I guess we thought. Yes. It was a terrible thing. And I gained like three times the weight after that, because when you stop these things, your appetite comes back, your appetite is uh, a very deceptive thing because it's not about hunger. It's about appetite Mm -hmm. and overeating as a, um, it's like a habit. It's like, you know, a bad habit. And it's hard to stop it once you, you know, it's portion control. You've got to have that. And then once you get used to being hungry, that hunger goes away and you pretty much have a handle on your your weight for the rest of your life if you just stick with portions. And yeah, the portions thing is is, is a yeah. tough one. It is. I, um, mm-hmm. wow, that is really something that your friend died uh, from the fen yeah. because I knew other people that uh, didn't die, but uh, they had severe heart damage and had been on medication ever since, and it was really, really uh, bad for their health, mm-hmm. you know, all under the guise of well, losing weight. I have heart trouble as well, and I'm wondering if it's because of that mm-hmm. or, or other things. But I have been on Vieta and Victoza, and they kind of work temporarily. But once you get off of it, you know, all your appetite comes back, and the food addiction doesn't end unless you start 
to let yourself be very hungry and then just have very small portions. And over time, over a long time, you cannot overeat if you are used to these portion control. Yeah. What we're doing in our household, uh, Linda and I have started here on intermittent fasting. We tried that uh, a few months ago, and then we uh, kind of got away from it. But we're really working hard to to make that work for us, in which we'll eat only for eight hours a day, a maximum of eight hours a day. Like, I'll eat from nine to five, and then mm-hmm. nothing, absolutely nothing. And that's about right for us. It's something that seems to work for us. But it's interesting when you limit the time of day or the amount of time that you can eat. It's surprising you probably end up getting almost one less meal a day in because there's just how much can you eat in that eight hours kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. you know, I'm working on that part of it. I mean, I've struggled with uh, weight ever since I was a little kid. I mean, this is nothing new. I mean, I think I was actually skinny one section at one time in my life, and it was after Nutrisystem <laughs> when, you know, and that was back in the 1980s when I was, uh, you know, they were doing the, uh, hey, uh, you know, give the fat DJ free Nutrisystem, and then he talks about it on the show, you know, that uh, – you know, that kind of thing. But, uh, well, that works, too. I, I did Nutrisystem, and it works. Only I was starving. Mm-hmm. But, the, but then if you, if you stay with it, I stayed with it almost a year, I, have, I cannot overeat to this day at any point in time. And I hate that feeling of being really full. I, I just hate it now. It weighs me down. It's, it's just, you know, and my weight has... I'm not, I'll never be thin, but mm-hmm. I'm not as overweight as I used to be. And and so that's progress. All right. Yeah. That's that's progress it, it then. Is. The uh, the challenge that I've always found into it is that uh, people will uh, will look at uh, food as, uh, uh, like it's the same kind of behavior as a drug addict, right? And, and I would tend to disagree with this because nobody needs feth- methamphetamine to live, right? Nobody. It's a no. choice that somebody makes, but everybody has to eat in order to live. And right. and of course we're programmed to uh, to want to eat. We're also programmed, I think, uh, with our hardwiring uh, genetically to like uh, fat and salt and high calories. Things that I think uh, have stimulated us in past that uh, that let us know, uh, you know, as uh, as the cavemen or cave women or whatever it is that we were eating well, meat, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, and and right. so it's uh, it's a big challenge. And in some ways, it's like. Um, isn't it wonderful that we have so much food, though, that we have to worry about trying to uh, to reduce that? And I hope we always do, because uh, exactly. I'll tell you, I've seen societies that didn't have a good supply of food. It's not good. Okay? No. Yeah. No. All right. Appreciate the call there. Thanks for the call, Cherry. 770-563-3770-KMED. And uh, we'll catch up on some news and a few other things here. And, of course, uh, we have Dwayne Yunker, who has just been appointed to former state representative Lily Morgan's seat. We'll talk with him on the road. He's getting ready to head up to uh, Salem. Find out what's going on with him coming up. This is Bicoastal Media's KMED and KMED HD1, Eagle Point, Medford, and KCMD Grants Pass. USA News, I'm Laura Winters. 